and together <laughs> we, we are friend sip where we endeavor to quench our unending thirst for bl mm-hmm. so this episode we will be talking about bed friends, bed friends which is a series that kim has been very excited for i've been so excited i kind of recognize that we're like mostly talking about the series that i'm starting that i've been excited for like since we start this so kim gets a turn now Yay! <laughs> Dive into her likes. Me! And her psyche. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Bed Friends is a new series that... Mm. I guess at this point we're almost halfway through by the time this episode airs. Isn't it only like episode four? I don't know. How many episodes is it? I'm, a, I'm so used to things now suddenly being eight I, episodes actually, versus 12 that I'm like, it's half over now, right? I actually don't know how long it's been. <laughs> <laughs> We come so prepared. We're, we're, we're really bad at this. <laughs> it's <laughs> thank, a few episodes. Thank in. you to those who loyally follow our podcast and our disaster we do. Lack of knowledge as we, we go through best. everything. If anything, we are just normal humans who enjoy something. Yeah, <laughs> normal humans with very busy lives. We are not journalists. We are, <laughs> we are just here to be excited. Wait, this, this is really just a hobby and not like one of those obsessive hobbies yet. <laughs> yeah, sorry for anybody who's coming here looking for specificity. <sighs> okay, so tell uh, us about bed friends, Kim. Bed friends. Okay. To be honest, I heard about bed friends maybe a year and a half, maybe two years what? ago. What? Feels like a long time ago. Two years? Yeah. That's what's just back in like COVID times. Yeah, it got delayed a bunch. Wow. Yeah. And I had been really excited about it because um, I don't feel like we ever really saw it. I'm trying to go back in time to remember <laughs> what was coming out at the time. Mm-hmm. I know. Harp noises. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember there being like any friends with benefits types type of like a like stories out and or series sorry and so I remember when I had heard about it I was really excited because I thought oh this is like fun and new and shiny and then I think also uh you know I'll I'll just be real I like when things are kind of messy in stories like it doesn't have to be like crazy but I like when there's that type of like friction and friends with benefits is always like a really fun friction because it's kind of like the you get that pining you know that one person's gonna fall and then there's gonna be that question of does the other person like them and there's probably gonna be angst angst and misunderstandings and and you're just like and probably both of them like each other but they're both dumb you know i just like (laughs) there's always just that sense of the messy I do. I do. And so I was really excited for it. And then it was like filming and then filming got postponed because people on the set got COVID. And I was literally like, ah! <laughs> like I was like waiting for so long. So, um, so anyways, Finally, 2023. No. Ah. And so, uh, it was going to come out and the initial trailer came out and I had like a month to wait and I was so excited because it was going to come out five days after my birthday and I was like, happy birthday, me. <laughs> but I couldn't wait that long and I bought the book. <laughs> I bought the book and I plowed through it. It's, it wasn't really that long. And um, and I plowed through it and I can't tell if I should have done that or not because <laughs> I now it's not the same. <laughs> well, it's weird. I'm not really the type of person who compares like the book to the series 
uh, like a like a movie or a TV show. I'm not really that type. But I do think that sometimes it's hard to watch things because you think, oh, this is like different, right? And mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's necessarily like bad or good, but like you've got this thing in your brain that's expecting something to be a certain way, and then it's like a little bit different. Yeah. Well, I feel like with the Thai series, it really depends on the studio. So like Me Mind Why, mm-hmm. um, that's owned by Mame. Yeah. And so I've actually read the novels for Love in the Air, and they stay pretty true to her series. Oh, yeah? Versus um, Big Dragon, they changed a lot. <laughs> Probably for, <laughs> for the reason. Yeah. Probably. Well, I mean, within I reason, don't know how well, you translate. Even, even if you take out the within reason parts, yeah. um, a lot of it was changed mm. to fit the series. Mm-hmm. And so, so far, is that the same with Bed Friends? Is, has a lot changed to make it into the series? Okay, so I think that the things that are happening are the same, but the characterizations to me feel very feel very different. Okay, and um, so the characterizations feel different, and I also think the timeline of when they are revealing information to us is different. So reading the book, uh, so just to say this, obviously we said in the beginning that a few episodes of this have come out, so there's probably if you have not seen any of it, this is probably going to have some spoilers what's for you. The premise. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, well, there's probably going to... those who are like, what's it about? What's going on? What's going on? Um, My friends. Big clue. <laughs> well, the premise is that uh, there are two characters, uh, Ua, who's the main character, and King, uh, who work at the same job, and they do not get along. And uh, one night, uh, there is a work party. They get drunk. And, and they get along. They hook up. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. And... Uh, kind of starts with being upset about it and then kind of turns into but actually that night was like pretty good and so therein starts a friends with benefits arrangements between them (laughs) and uh and it kind of goes on from there so that's kind of like the basic summary of it uh of course with stories there's always a lot more going on than just that Mm -hmm. um but uh I would say, so can I talk a little bit about maybe what's different about the characterizations in the novel versus the show? I don't care. Sure. He's like, sure. Okay. <laughs> so I haven't read the novel. So, so <laughs> but that's one. another thing too, is that like, uh, we haven't really talked really much about it. Sometimes when we're like watching it, I, I might be like, oh, right. And then I think we'll, <laughs> shh. <laughs> don't say anything i'm like i'm not gonna spoil you but um but that being said uh we haven't really talked about this a lot so i was actually kind of looking forward to talking about it because you have a clean perspective of the show versus mine is a little bit muddied with having okay. read the book okay so um inside the book it is from ua's perspective and he is really really closed off like he has been really damaged and hurt in the past I it's the same i feel in feel. the series yeah he is very, oh my gosh. He's been through like one trauma after another his entire life. It's like never ending. He is not as open in the novel as he is in the book about, about things. I feel like, or I said in the book, I'm sorry, as in the show. When I'm watching the show, I feel like he kind of seems to give in easily. He has like a soft side. In the novel, he's like all hard edges. So even when they make their arrangement, he's, like, very cold about the details. And he's very, like, strict about things that are going on. And inside his headspace, it is, like, all walls. So even though these things are happening, 
uh, that are bringing him and King closer together, you get this feeling that he's not actually getting closer because he's not letting he's not letting King get closer. I uh, I think the other thing in the book is that King in the show, uh, I mean, we can see his little googly eyes, right? I, I mean, I, f- I feel like when they're interacting in the show, what? how do you feel like King feels about Ua? Well, I don't know. I actually want to go back to your other point. I'm oh, just okay. going to wait for you. <laughs> I was expecting you to... Sorry. <laughs> Jump topics. Uh, yeah, and that's not allowed. You have to ask for my input. Like, new rule. You have to ask for my input before you jump topics. <laughs> if we're going to make this work. Um, I just want to talk. <laughs> just let me spew. <laughs> but no one to talk to but myself in the mirror. Do you know what's different than the novel? In the mirror. Oh, my God. In the car. And you know what else? <laughs> just... Okay. Don't um... tell people my secrets. <laughs> Seriously, sometimes I will, I will overhear her talking to herself. I do. <laughs> like from another part of the house. She on the phone? No. Um, okay, back to back to this point. <laughs> um, I actually feel I, I would disagree with how I'm. I mean, I guess disagree as someone who has not read the novel. Mm. I do feel like the show is doing a good job of showing how closed off he is. Mm. I think the problem, and it, I don't see it as a problem because this is just how they're filming. But I think the issue where you feel like he gives in too easily is that. We're experiencing a lot of time going by very uh, rapidly within the episodes. Yeah, that is true. Um, so, like, within this last third episode where they finally had the agreement, uh, they had all those flashes to kind of imply, like, yes, they're doing it, they're going through it. And so we don't know how much time has been squished together so that later on when he's like, okay, fine, and gives in about something, it could have been weeks. Yeah. And, yeah, versus in the book you have a better way of kind of gauging time usually. Yeah. The book doesn't really, like, I mean, there might be some things where it'd be, like, a couple weeks have passed, but for the most part, the book is, like, in, like extremely chronological. Mm-hmm. If a character's going to bed, then the next chapter is the character's waking, waking up. up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, uh, so yeah, that could be it, too, because the book it progresses. Mm-hmm. You see every step that changes things. Yeah. Versus in the series, in, like, the series, I feel like not... Not quite as much. He feels softer in the series to me, which isn't a bad thing. Mm. Uh, but sometimes it's like I'm expecting him to be a little bit sharper mm. and he's just softer. But it's not bad. It's just one of those things where because I've read the novel. Okay. And I, I would also kind of just see it as like, you know, he's like slowly like opening windows mm. a little bit to let him in. Yeah. So that when shit does hit the fan, it's going to hurt that much more. Yeah. Um, okay, and now on to King and his googly eyes. I definitely felt like, you know, he's won him for a while. Mm. Um, and he is very willing to kind of meet Ua with where he's at, mm. is the feeling that I get. Um, and, I mean, in the novel, was he actually a player? So, but, yeah, he did. Yeah, okay. Because I feel like in the series, well, it's, it's, he's just, these accusations are thrown at him, but we haven't actually seen anything to solidify that, yeah. you know, yeah, he is a player. It's like, is this just a rumor that you're assuming on his part? Because um, at one point in the series, you know, they get into a fight and is like, you're a player anyways, don't suddenly pretend like you care about my feelings. Mm. And that really seemed to hurt King. Like, he had tears in his eyes, and I was like, okay, so does this mean he's, like, not mm. a player? Or, you know, like, 
What's going on here? So is he, he's actually a player in the novel? Yeah, so okay. he, like, frequently has one-night stands. Okay, and, and that never gets shown in the series. Yeah. So it's, like, definitely one of those, I'm relying on a flawed narrator. Yeah, and so that stuck out to me, too, because I kind of felt like, um, I kind of felt like in the book, you really did get the sense that he, he does kind of get around, and that people kind of know that he does, and he's got this, like, jovial playboy attitude. In the novel, he is, he picks on Ua all the time in the office. He's, like, always, like saying things that he knows is going to rile him and work him up, but then he'll kind of, like, settle back a little bit. Like, that type of push and pull that I don't think we necessarily saw in the series either. Yeah, you didn't get that at all. It was more Mm. just like he's got this little office crush, and finally... Yeah. let his guard down enough to, like, let him in a little bit, and he was like, I'm staying! Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I thought that that was kind of interesting, too, because in, yeah, in the novel, you definitely get the sense that he, like, he's flirty, man. He's good with words. He's really charismatic. He has, like, an energy that really kind of, like, king energy, right? Okay. And um, that really kind of sweeps everyone in, and the person it doesn't sweep in is Ua, and I think that it annoys King a little Mm. bit, right? Like, he, um, and so that's why he kind of, like, pokes at him. And also, you know, uh, one thing that they did say, but I also feel like they don't really, like, express, like, as much as in the novel, is that King and Jade are, like, besties since they were kids. And, um, and so, Jade. King and Jade? Yeah, with the glasses. Yim. He's not Ua's friend? So they are all friends. Oh. But Ua and Jade met in college and oh. became yeah, friends. Yeah, and I definitely not. Like, I totally thought Jade was... Totally. So that's different, Jade. too. Ua senpai! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Type. Yeah. And so okay. Ua, Ua is kind of caught in this weird situation where the closest friend that he has is Jade, whom he met in college. Uh, but Jade is also very, very good friends with King, whom he's known for much longer. Hmm. And so that's hmm. kind of like a... Yeah, it's kind of like a... So did not get that. That kind of also plays into why maybe he's not necessarily always going out to eat with the groups when they go. It's because Jade might want him to come out, but maybe King's going and he doesn't really want to go because he doesn't get along with King. We don't really see he was like that antisocial type because like all of his relationships, for the most Mm -hmm. part, with the exception of Jade in the series, it's heavily implied like all of his relationships have been out to use him, Mm -hmm. basically, in some way or you know just have been shitty relationships. Uh, So he's just like, people, no thanks. So, yeah. So, yes. I can say, though, that I think that they're trying to imply this in the series, but again, it goes, like, a little bit underexplained. Obviously, his ex-boyfriend now, he caught cheating on him, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's a consistent thing in his life. So he has trust issues because he, uh, and that's actually the bigger mess is that he, you know, and so I think that uh, that is also, I think, if you can think about why he has an issue with King and why he's so sensitive to him being a player, because in his mind, if you're a player, you will cheat. That is, that's like his, his, his sense in his mind. I will say, I also like how 
Ua is approaching the situation here in Bed Friends. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously his life, like, when he gave in, his life had just completely gone to shit, you know? Like, yeah. everything just piled up and piled up and it was too much. And so he went drinking that night and now he's giving in. But to him, he's giving in to a hopeless situation. Yeah. And so he's approaching this, like, well, instead of being Mr. Compromise, nice guy that I would assume mm. he would be, like, people normally kind of would. Yeah. He's just kind of like, well, here's all of my rules and if you don't like it you can leave like he's going into this like very uncaring but in being uncaring he's setting up all those boundaries that he wants and needs in his life I with actually, the relationship i actually think he has so little control in his life that he looks for ways to find control and so setting up those rules is his way of being in control of something yeah but then i also feel like because when he was like dropping these like one at a time it was almost like he was trying to find the oh. one that would fully push King away. Yeah, that's true. And so he's like, well, if you don't like this one, then you can leave. And then King would say yes. And then he'd get going for a kiss. And then Uo would be like, ah, uh, there's also this one. Like, just setting down, like, boundary after boundary to try and see how yeah. far you can push him. Because, like, for him, it's like, the sooner you say no to this, like, the quicker I don't get hurt. Yeah. But he keeps, like, agreeing. And so Uo's like... Yeah. And so. meanwhile, King is just kind of like... Literally, whatever you say. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> yeah. um, I honestly have really, uh, I mean, I really liked it. I, I really liked both the novel and I'm really enjoying the series. I think that uh, I really like the... Okay, I really like, I, I feel like there. this is the second one that I can think of, but it's it's interesting to me, I think, in a writing sense, um, these stories that have kind of like a start with sex relationship later mm. type of thing. Um, the reason why is that I think that uh, when, uh, it's so easy, I think, in stories or uh, in series, like whether you're writing, reading, watching, that a lot of the times when characters become intimate with each other, that's treated like a climax. And so I think sometimes it's hard when you start with that intimacy to find ways to continue to create tension. Mm. And I think that some shows struggle with that, and I think other ones are good with that. So I feel like, just throwing it out there, obviously, Papaya Sky, very good at that right? Like, started with uh, them having sex, and then uh, completely back to ground zero, and then built tension from there. I feel like this series is kind of similar. Like, we're starting with all of that intimacy, but the tension is actually built around Ua and his past, Mm -hmm. and um, emotionally allowing himself to open up. And I feel like that's really special. I think we underestimate like how special the emotional dynamic in stories is sometimes. And that, uh, you know, I mean, I think we're, we're all, I mean, we, we all like watching hot scenes, right? I, I mean, I feel like, <laughs> yeah. But I do think there's a different type of fulfillment that comes on the emotional side. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, I guess really too, we like characters that have, baggage right yes yeah yeah because then you need someone to help you solve it yeah yeah Yeah, i feel like it really i don't feel like any i mean this is my personal perspective i know a lot of people just like just want that fluff Mm. those and whatnot but i i really feel like no romance story is complete 
until you're able to take a, a character who has that emotional baggage and they're able to find someone who can deal with that baggage and help them kind of sort through it. Yeah. Because that kind of, I don't want to say fixes them, but it help, it balances them. Yeah. You know, and so I like that idea of being able to find a balance and it to make a relationship work. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, the problems go away or that love completely absolves everything and solves the problem. It just means that you have two very complementing characters that, wherein, like, their dynamics make future possible. Yeah. Right? And, again, And like, I think it, it also yeah. shows, like proper human interaction in the sense of oh there's a problem yeah we need to work this out yeah versus just there are no problems everything's wonderful like that's not that's not how it works do you know what (laughs) you just made me think of something maybe (laughs) maybe why this is cool too so obviously a lot of the times uh one of the tropey things that we see in a lot of shows is miscommunication right yeah But actually, what this type of plot specializes in is not miscommunication, but the journey to communication. Okay. Right? Okay, yeah, I see that, yeah. So it's kind of like a foil to, I think, this trope that we're used to. Mm -hmm. And so we're, like, desperately waiting for characters to communicate. Yes. And they're just not emotionally quite there yet. And that's the tension. Yeah. Yeah. Like, getting to trust someone enough to start communicating to be vulnerable versus miscommunicating. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I'm, I'm happening on the things. We're like study time with Kim. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to analyze these stories. Yeah. But yeah, so we have really, really uh, been loving it. And uh, it, it'll be cool as we keep watching the series, I think, for me, I think, to see how certain things unfold. Like I was saying, some things, uh, I feel like in the novel... I don't know that we really knew a lot. I mean, I don't know. I guess it's kind of hard looking back. We're getting a lot of flashbacks to things that happened with his mom and things that have happened with his stepfather. And, uh, but I feel like it took a while for some of this stuff to really Mm. come out. His mom, we kind of knew about right away. Um, we knew something was kind of going on with the stepdad, but we didn't really know what I feel like in, in a visual media sense, it makes Mm. more sense to release that kind of information Mm. early on, because if you release it too late, you know, usually so much of the story has gone by that it's, you're just kind of like, what, you're just throwing this in this late in the game. That's kind of weird. Yeah. So it makes more sense to kind of reveal. Yeah. More of his backs, like this kind of stuff earlier that's true versus only if because if you only release half the trauma now and then wait too long to release like other trauma it's like yeah this was thrown in like it's like almost like it almost feels like it wasn't thought out yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. can i say i have i do think that i have one thing that i wish was done a little bit differently okay um okay so kim's wish is kim's wish you know um we well, you know, I don't know. Like, I keep throwing out there, like, for writing. Uh, we always talk about, like, showing and not telling. Okay. I kind of wished... So, in the beginning of the series, I feel like he was kind of getting texts here and there from his mom, and he wasn't kind of, like, really responding. Mm-hmm. But what I kind of... I wish that they had built on that a little bit more, and that 
his response to those texts, and, well, I don't know, you tell me. I read the book, so it's different. But he would see it and kind of, like, put it down, you know, or whatnot. I had kind of wished that there had been, like, a sense of fear attached to that. Like, before we kind of got flashbacks. I feel like the flashbacks are Is kind of... Is he meant to be scared of her? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's not what I picked up. Well, I feel it, like- it, it felt it feels more like somebody who is just fed up and tired. That too. Like I don't get any sense of fear. Mm. Um, more just like because I mean, here in a Western sense, you know, we would cut like we would just be cutting off toxic parents like that. But mm. um, in Asia, you don't you don't really do that. Um, so I get the sense that he's just kind of tired because he has that expected duty of being of of family honor type thing but he has this mom who's always like who did not treat him well growing up and is always still harping on him just for money and so it's like he's just like tired of being stuck in this place yeah so i didn't i didn't really catch the fear um i did kind of pick up on that a little bit when they were in the hospital Mm. and she was demanding money and he like pulled out the 100 bot or whatever the one mm. the single bill and then she was like that's it and then he was he, like his reaction was kind of fearful where he was like i'll have to go to the atm that mm. seemed kind of meek but i had assumed at the time like now that you're saying like oh is he scared supposed to be scared of her i was like oh okay that could have been that was probably fear but what i picked up on was him like meek reluctance almost mm. is how i had interpreted it because everything up to then just led more to a, like a reluctance of having to deal with his mom yeah no I feel like so you're right I think that's part of it I think maybe there's probably a lot of emotions there you um have a mother who emotionally abused him as a child mm-hmm. right and um you have a mother who constantly makes slights at his sexuality um you have a mother that's constantly demanding money from you uh, and I think, like, how this relates to maybe a lot of children is that they're looking to be accepted. They want to be loved. They're trying to do the best that they can to find approval with a parental figure, right? So him leaving work right away to get there, to be there for her, and then to have the result be that she's perfectly fine. She's got, like, a yeah. tiny injury, but all she wants is his money, and she's annoyed when, you know when there's nothing there. I think there's also some other stuff having to do with the stepfather that uh, is tied to her. Um, sorry. <laughs> I'm always, like, fiddling with things. Um, she, well, I mean, watch the recent episode. She's a bit of an enabler. And, um, and I think that there's probably, like, a combination of emotions there. But I had kind of wished that... Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know why. I wanted, I wanted like a little bit more of like feeling the buildup of those feelings than leading up to the flashback. But I felt like the flashbacks were kind of like relied on to kind of like present a feeling to us. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. I wasn't invested enough at that point to give you an opinion. To pay attention? Yeah. <laughs> to be like, oh, I should have been this way. Like at that point I was still just consuming like... Come on, suck me in. For me, I was like, oh, I would have organized this a little bit differently. But uh. <laughs> The pacing in the first episode was a little weird. <laughs> it was a little weird. But, I mean, I feel like it has gotten better. 
Yeah. The series, I'm very interested to see where this is going to go, how messy it's going to get, if their relationship problems are going to be more tied to Ua's emotion, like his past, Mm -hmm. or if it's going to be some new issue in the future. Yeah. It's kind of like, I'm wondering, like, what way is this going to go? Yeah. Is the, yeah, is their big problem going to hang up on Ua, or is it going to be some quote-unquote miscommunication on on the future on King's part. Yeah. So one other thing I'm a little bit curious about is, um, so this series came, okay. So this book, I guess came after middleman's love mm-hmm. and middleman's love is about Jade, uh, the friend. Okay. Uh, and, um, my, who is, uh, who ends up being his, his partner. Okay. So when bed friend was written though, um, all of these characters were kind of interacting but we haven't seen Mai yet, so I'm kind of like... So that's different, too. That makes a He's going to be revealed difference. in that last episode. <laughs> people will be... I'm so just to get people excited for Middleman's Love. Can I just say, I... Well, we already... I probably mentioned this before. I love him. I love him. And him as Jade has been so funny and cute. Like, I love him. I love him. He's so cute. I think he's like... Okay, so in the last episode, when uh, he went to go defend Ua in the parking lot, mm-hmm. but then he kept like, ha, da, 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 and then like, <laughs> like hiding <laughs> behind Ua's back. That was cute. He is so funny. Like, I don't know. I'm so, I'm really excited for Little Man's Love. I'm excited for both of these. <laughs> I haven't read I also Little like Man's how Love, he invited everyone out to eat out of courtesy. He's like, you don't actually have to come. I'm just I was, being nice. I was just being we gotta go. <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, that was cute. Oh, man. Well, if you are uh, not watching Bed Friends, you can find it on IG. Um, IG? IG. The... Uh, or YouTube. Yeah, I was going to say the uncut version is on IG. And then I think the uh, the cut version is on YouTube. But it is... Uh, it's good. I like it. It is. I like it's it. It's worth the watch. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're still listening at this point, you probably have watched it because otherwise you'd have no idea what's going on with us talking. (laughs) So yes, um, watch it. Continue to watch it. Yeah. And if you have any thoughts on anything that we've said, uh, please always feel free to leave comments below. We love talking about this stuff. (laughs) So yes. So please. But uh, those of you who have commented in the past. You're like our, our personal favorites. I know. <laughs> we get really excited. We're we like, like share we share the comments with each other in text and then we're like <laughs> we do. Yeah. Makes our work days better. Yes. <laughs> oh. But All yeah, right. so uh here it ends our episode on bed friends thus far. <laughs> thus far. <laughs> Who knows? There might be one later. Hey. So follow up. <laughs> follow up. Follow up. We need to do a follow up for Hit Bite Love. Oh, yeah, we do. It ended. And boy, did it end. (laughs) Alrighty. So, comment, like, subscribe. Until then, we will see you next time. Okay. Bye. Bye.